0: Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever, and with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker.
1: This podcast is brought to you by MidlandUSA.com, your leader in overland and off-road communication. Make sure you use discount code Anderson Podcast at checkout for exclusive deals today. Welcome to the Anderson Overland Podcast. Well, hello there. Hello there. Hello there. How is everybody? Uh, Man, what a crazy couple weeks it has been again. This world, I don't know what is going on here, but uh, man, this stuff in California with Gavin Newsom, I am dumbfounded. Actually, I'm not really dumbfounded. I'm Not really that surprised, actually. (laughs) I kind of figured that this guy was going to slide through the cracks and um, they were going to modify numbers and, you know, all the stuff that they do. And they did. And here we are stuck with Gavin Newsom again for God knows how long. I'm pretty sure the next election, they're going to figure out a way to keep him in office. So and he will probably remain there for quite some time. Uh, just like our uh, dangling POTUS um, in the White House. So I know that a lot of you guys out there are, I feel the same way that I do about the vaccine mandates. And, you know, it just is what it is at this point. Hopefully we will be able to navigate that the way that we desire. Um, and that's all I'm going to say about that. So, yeah, um, yesterday a friend of mine uh, who's an ambassador for Ford? Uh he has the new Bronco, and um they were in Colorado and Uray Colorado. Everybody says it Aure or ure or Aure. It's your like your, your, your. Um, and um they were up there and went on a bunch of the trails up there, Alpine Loop, Engineer Pass, um, and the last one they went on was um, uh, Black Bear, which is a gnarly trail. If you guys have ever been in the, the San Juan Mountains up between Silverton and Uray, Colorado, you are very familiar with Black Bear in that area. And Black Bear is probably the gnarliest trail up there. I have not personally done it because um, I have seen plenty of pictures and videos of people's daily drivers getting just munched and people having pretty gnarly accidents up there <laughs> and rolling their vehicles down the mountain. And there's some spots up there where, you know, if you screw up, it's it's a 900 to 1,000-foot drop-off. Um, I mean, I've been on trails up there like that, but I decided that I just was going to stay away from Black Bear. Call me a wuss, whatever you want, um, but uh, that's the, d- the decision that I've made so far. The only vehicle that I think I would ever drive on that trail is an FJ, just because of the short wheelbase. Um, the 4Runner is awesome for that stuff too, but it's just a little bit longer. And on some of those uh, those um, hairpin turns, you know, backing up 50 million times to get your truck around a corner is uh, pretty gut wrenching and and uh, makes the hair on the back of your neck stand up. <laughs> so I have not done Black Bear. And that is the reason why. But man, if you guys have been in Colorado, uh, you know how beautiful that is. It just kind of brought back a bunch of memories watching uh, Chase uh, around there yesterday. And I just, you know, kind of reminded me how much I love that place and how lucky we are to live in such a beautiful country like the United States. And I'm not going to let any of these politicians or these morons ruin it for me. So, um, you know what? Just is what it is. Uh, we're going to make it happen. No matter what, we're going to keep camping. We're going to keep trail riding and no one's going to stop us. So, yeah. So we have been planning for uh, the last few months to do another Trucks and Tacos event. And it seems like that's going to be put on hold again. They're shutting down forests and things. Um, I really, really want to do that. That event and I've had some places in mind, but now since they're shutting everything down and keeping everything closed up for a while, um, it doesn't look like that's going to be in the cards, unfortunately in California. So I've been kind of thinking about maybe doing it in Arizona someplace. There's, there's several places out here actually. Um, there's a, uh, uh, uh an event center and they have like an amazing building there and a pool and volleyball courts and, you know, horseshoes and a huge area for vendors and stuff. And so I've been kind of thinking about doing something there that's kind of in the works right now in the planning stages because of the transition I'm having to make out of California. There's just a ton of trails out here and it would be a great central location to, to do, uh, trucks and tacos. And, and, um, so we're going to focus on doing that pretty soon And, uh, I'm pretty stoked about that. So there's definitely some amazing places to camp out here and you, you, but you just don't want to be camping out here in the summertime. So we are going to try and do that. I think this winter when it's nice out here and, um, you know, when you can actually be outside and have it be comfortable, I think that'd be pretty awesome. So we'll see about that. If not, we'll uh, maybe do something in the fall um, or the, actually even the spring here coming up, try and do something uh, outside of the area, maybe, maybe you know, further east in Arizona. So we'll see. Keep you guys updated on that. Are you guys going to the Overland Expo West event? That is at the end of this month, September 24th through the 26th. If you are, come find us. We will be there we're probably going to be hanging out with Truck Brigade um, that day quite a bit, and some of our other uh, friends there. Um, but if you see us, if you are attending that event, come say hi, come hang out, introduce yourself. I'd love to hear from you guys and just uh, you know hang out with the people that support us. And I'm always into talking shop. You know, we've we've uh, been pretty involved with with. Um, stuff going on with, with Toyota recently and just like, you know, keeping up on, you know, where that industry is going and where the overland industry is going. And, um, I'm pretty stoked with, with, uh, with everything and kind of the direction that things are headed right now. Um, but you know, with the pandemic, things are kind of being limited and, you know, I have I have no idea if some of these things that we've been talking about and some of the things that we've been really interested in looking into um, are going to happen or not. So, you know, things are kind of up in the air as always with this kind of situation and which is a total bummer. But, you know, there's nothing we can do about it at this point. So we're just kind of going with the flow. So there's there's a lot of events actually that that happened during the year. I don't know if you guys have ever been to one of the Overland Expos or the the events that that they have across the United States, but they're pretty fun. Um, You know, what we're trying to do with ours is make it more of a a family, you know, kind of more intimate event um, and, you know, do some things a little differently as far as layout. But there are some great ones out there. There's, you know, obviously the Overland Expo, there's Southeast Overland and and Off-Road Expo. Um, the Moore Expo, which is in Springfield, Missouri, uh, Mid-Atlantic Overland Festival. I mean, they're just, you know, there's even a Scottsdale Off-Road Expo and, you know, SEMA and all these these different ones. So um, if you guys have ever wondered what that's like, definitely go experience one of these. I mean, off, uh, the off-road experiences at some of these expos is, is pretty awesome, the training that you get. Um, Like Overland West, they have a bunch of uh, uh, events that you can uh, attend during the expo. Um, to you know, work on your rock crawling skills and four by fouring, and and uh, you know driver safety and all sorts of rad stuff. And so, I would definitely encourage you guys to check that out. Um, some of them are a little expensive, but if you kind of get a- ahead of the game, um, it's pretty doable. So, you know, my favorite thing about the expos is just going and hanging out with friends and camping. We do a, a lot of camping while we're out, uh, attending these expos in the area. And, you know, honestly, we'll just like go like one day and spend one day there, spend some money. There's, there's all sorts of rad deals on stuff like refurbished gear and, um, new, new stuff being released for super cheap prices. Or like if the, the ticket is to go on Sunday, which is the last day of, of most of these events on the weekend and, uh, come ready with cash and as the vendors are breaking down getting ready to leave you can sneak in there and and get really super good deals on stuff they're just trying to get rid of we got a goal zero yeti 400 at overland expo west one year i think it was like four or five years ago Um, we got that thing for, I think for like 150 bucks or 200 bucks, um, just because they were just trying to get rid of, um, some of their refurbished stuff they hadn't sold. And I went in there and said, Hey, will you take, you know, $150 cash or whatever it was for this, uh, this this goal zero. And the guy's like, yeah, we'll do it. So that is definitely something I've learned. I've done that with some other things, uh, ARB compressors and things like that. So if you guys are looking at getting some gear, um, I would definitely plan on trying to get there either Friday, um, which is the, you know, usually for Overland Expo West, it usually starts on a Friday. If you can get there early, you might be able to get some super good, like introductory pricing for the expo. And then at the end on Sunday, um, that's kind of the trick to that. But we just like hanging out. Um, what we'll do is we'll go for like one day, walk around, hang out with friends. And, you know, the day before we'll get there and camp and stuff overnight, go to the expo on Saturday and um, on Sunday or, you know, or the following week or the previous week, depending on how long we're staying out there. We'll just uh, do a trail riding and, and just, uh, you know, exploring. Last year we went to, um, or I guess it was the year before last, we went to a spot up above Oak Creek, which is down towards Sedona. But there's a Highway 89A that comes down from uh, Fort Tuttle uh, Fairgrounds, where the expo is. And you take that highway south, and there's some trails that, that branch off to the right and go out into the forest, and it takes you to this spot called End of the World. And it's a, a rim that overlooks Sedona and Oak Creek, and it is absolutely unbelievable. It's about gosh, I think it's a probably about two to three hour, maybe like two hours in all off road. Um, the road's easy. It's nothing crazy, but it just takes a long time to get up there to that point. Cause there's just a uh, miles and miles of dirt roads and you definitely want to use a GPS. It's, it's pretty out there and you you, you, I don't think that there's much of a cell signal there either. So you want to make sure you download, pre-download the maps of the area before you head in there. What I do is I'll download an area on, um, GIA GPS or Gaia GPS, however you want to say that. I hear people all the time, uh, pronounce that, that app, uh, Gaia GIA. That's what I use. And I'll pre-download the maps, um, ahead of time. That way, if we don't have a signal, um, you know, we don't have to worry about not being able to know where we're going um, because you can get kind of kind of crazy in there when you, you know you can get lost really easily on some of these back roads. Um, and so we definitely make sure that we are equipped with our Midland radios um, with the, the group that we're with because cell service is, is horrible in a lot of these areas and those Midland uh, X-Talkers or the, the MXT275s uh, that we use just work great for places with no cellular, cellular service. And so, um, yeah, so you want to download those maps. But End of the World is a pretty incredible place. It's an amazing experience. Just the views up there are just unreal. It's it's just breathtaking. I I can't even describe it in words. You definitely just got to go experience it. But we'll go out there and then um, head down to Oak Creek area. There's a really cool little campground as you're heading down uh, through Oak Creek. I can't remember the name of it, but there's several down there. But um, once you get down the steep uh, switchbacks from uh, edge of the world or end of the world, I guess it's called, there's like a lookout point there on the 89A. At the top of that um, lookout, there's a, there's a, uh, like a, I don't know, like a discovery center kind of thing there, before you start heading down the switchbacks into Oak Creek Canyon, and at the bottom of those switchbacks, um, there's a couple campgrounds there at the bottom of the cliffs that are that are pretty just, just pretty amazing. I would definitely recommend checking those out.
0: You ready? Showtime on May third. Summer
1: starts with the
0: Fall Guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah.
1: Okay. <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read PG-13. Um, there's one specifically as you're going down the 89. It's on the right-hand side. It's just... It, There's some pools and some things there where the creek comes through and, and that you can go hike to and, and swim in. And it's just super rad. And then if you keep going down that highway, um, you'll run into Oak Creek, um, which is a a place called, um, slide rock. Which is another really, really, really neat place. Definitely check that out. Google Slide Rock. You'll you'll uh, you'll be pretty amped on that. Something you definitely want to check out. And then as you head farther down uh, south on the highway, you'll end up running straight into Sedona. And there's um, there's a lot of really cool shops. There's some uh, a, r- used to be a really cool antique shop there that had a bunch of like old Western stuff and like supplies for. Native American jewelry and, and just hunting stuff and just all sorts of rad stuff in the shop. It's right as you get into town there on the right-hand side, I'm not sure if it's there anymore, but it almost looks like a house if you have not been to that little spot. It's super cool. Can't remember the name of it, but you can't miss it. Um, there's all sorts of rad shops in Sedona. It's kind of a really quaint, just really neat, you know, nicely laid out town. Super, super crowded a lot of the time on the weekends. But, you know, if you go down there on the weekdays, there is a trail called Schnebly Hill trail. There's tons of trails around Broken Arrow and a bunch of really cool trails, but Schnebly Hill is pretty easy uh, for those of you guys that don't want to tear your vehicles apart and don't have to, you know, don't want to worry about your daily drivers. It is a challenge, but it is, it is simple and beautiful views and when you get up to the top there, there's an, uh, another lookout that you can look west into Sedona from there, kind of like the lookout at the end of the world. And it is just absolutely awesome. It, I mean, you can camp up there. There's all sorts of spots up there. We've gone up there and there's been people camping in these little cubbies up there and the trail from there, if you keep taking that trail, uh, East, it'll end up running into the 17, which is another highway that goes down into like Cottonwood and, um, Camp Verde. And I think another couple towns there, but yeah, that, that is a, an experience. It's funny on the way up, there's a bunch of turnouts and stuff and you usually pass, you know, what seems like a hundred of these pink Jeeps they're called. And they're the, uh, local tour guides. They take people up on these pink Jeeps. And uh, take you all over the place. But, you know, if you're not into taking your daily driver up these trails, I would definitely recommend checking out some of the local um, rental places or or guided tours, you know, exploring around there. It's some of the coolest scenery I've ever seen and and some of the raddest trails I've ever been on. If you guys are going to Expo West, um, those are some of the things that we like to do. This year, I wasn't able to get the days off that I wanted to get off. And so um, we're only going to be there for you know, two or three nights and then coming back because I got to drive back to uh, California and go to work, um, unfortunately. But um, if you have some time to spend out there, I would definitely recommend seeing some of those things. You know, Flagstaff's got the Cinder Hills area, which is like northeast of town, which is super freaking rad. Unlike anything I've ever seen before, just really, really cool area to uh, camp and 4 by 4 There's a lot of like over... over um, Side by sides and ATVs out there. You know, lots of cool hill climbs and places to see. It's just a really, really neat, neat place to check out if you if you haven't been in the area. Um, North of there is the Grand Canyon, and there's some old Native American monuments and things um, out there that are really, really cool that we actually haven't been to yet. There's there's several places where there's some ruins and stuff in. That area, those are north of town. I'm not sure if they're closed right now because of COVID. But when they're not closed, hopefully with with everything going back to normal, hopefully soon, um, you, you should be able to get in there and, and see some of those places. There's a lot of places around there we haven't been that I'd really really like to check out. Still, but you know the the times that we've been there, um, they have been closed because of COVID uh, recently. So anyways, yeah, we'll be camping, uh, up there or I don't know, we might even be staying at a hotel cause we're going to be staying for such a short period of time this year, just with the baby. It's a little bit easier to do that than it is, you know, um, putting up the rooftop tent or the, um, setting up the RV or whatever, you know, we, uh, we usually do. So this year we're probably, you know, going to make it simple and, and, and probably just get a hotel, but, we're gonna bring the forerunner and and do some some uh, exploring and stuff. There's there's, gosh, I mean, all around the San Francisco Peaks. Basically, if you look at a map where Flagstaff is, um, the San Francisco Peaks has a resort on it called um, Snow Bowl, I believe, and um, it's a ski resort. And if you kind of keep that as your central you know location on the map, and you look all the way around that thing, 360 degrees, there's all sorts of trails and places to go up there that are just incredible. We've we've camped all over the place uh, around that mountain and every single solitary place that we have camped in Flagstaff has been epic. There's been only a couple that are around the expo itself around the Fort Tuttle uh, fairgrounds that have been developed recently. And they don't allow you to camp anymore, unfortunately. But if you know those those trails that go down into those areas, I think it's called the Five Thirty One, is one of the uh, trails back there. The the um, you know public roads that goes back into some of these camping areas. If you go through uh, those now developed areas and just keep keep taking it, you know uh, southwest of Flagstaff of the uh, fairgrounds there. There's quite a bit of camping there. There's a ton of camping on the west face of the San Francisco Peaks. I mean, just insane camping up there with beautiful views of the ski slopes. And it's pretty awesome. So if you guys are ever interested in camping out there, you know, hit me up. I've got some secret spots that I will not disclose that I'll keep close to my heart. But I will definitely direct you and um, some of those areas that you can go check out yourself and uh, have a great time with your family and be fairly close to town. I, I like to, you know what, I've got my family with me. Uh, especially the kids. I like to be a little closer to town, just, you know, to be closer to emergency services and cell phone uh, usage and groceries and and things like that, just to make sure that we've got all the resources available to us within a, a, you know, a short distance. Because, you know, when you got your family with you, it's a little little, uh, sketchy when you're out in the wilderness, far, far away from civilization, which we have done. Um, but you know, I, I kind of like to be a little closer to town now that I've got two kids, especially the youngest, um, just to make sure that we are in a, uh, at a safe distance to emergency services and things. So, um, we're not paying a bill for a helicopter, <laughs> um, and I'm not having to work on my days off. Yeah. So there's, there's super amazing spots all around Flagstaff area. That being said, we will be up there next week and, uh, I'd love to see you. So check it out. Overlandexpo.com. Uh, there's lots of information on that. They do this event all over the country several times a year. I'm hoping to get Trucks and Tacos, like I said, back online and get that going again. Uh, just the logistics of everything and, and what's been going on is making that difficult. But, you know, at least there's some other events that we can attend in the interim. And I hope that you guys are able to do that. So keep an eye out for us. And if you haven't uh, done so, please share the podcast. Um, You know, we appreciate your support. I love all the messages I get from people about it and um, the encouragement. And, you know, if you don't think it sucks, uh, you know, help me out and share it with your friends and, and tell tell people about it. It just really helps us out. And, and it's just a fun thing. I I like getting on here and talking shop and, and, um, you know, talking about our experiences and stories and stuff. So anyways, that's, uh, what I got for you today. And, um, I will try and see you guys or find you out at the expo. So keep an eye out for a tall gangly looking dude with, uh, his family. Love you guys. Take care.
0: listening to the Waypoint Podcast Network brought to you in part by Hunt Stand the number 1 hunting and land management app oh my God.